This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. going to be a bit of an explosive one tonight, I think, I think, I think. However, we are joined tonight the top team, top team of Chris Brown. Good evening. And then, of course, Mr. Paul Hickis. Good evening. And, of course, Craig Courtney. Good evening, all. The lovely Claire Giblin. Good evening. All the way from the United States of America, Mr. Australian. <laughs> Australian accent, eh? We've got the well, I was thinking it was a great Welsh one, to be yeah, honest. It's getting better. Someone's, <laughs> <laughs> someone's got to tell you that nobody... Uh, Mark Adams down there in, uh, in sunny commentary. 
Hello, everybody. Good evening. How are you, kid? Now, I don't know about uh, I don't know about where you are, but there's a monumental biblical. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Hello, hello. Hello. I thought he was waiting for a big build-up for you, Alan. That's all it was. Don't worry. Good evening, everybody. You know when we were like sitting there chatting beforehand, Alan. I didn't hear your voice once. I I'd said all I'd got to say before you. Even thought about coming anywhere near. <laughs> oh, what a bloke! <laughs> okay, we have got. Uh, uh, right, we'll we'll talk about Saturday, shall we? I think so. Dear me, you are a manager of Birmingham City Football Club, and your first home game, you get booed off the pitch. Huh? Yeah, but Nick, Nick, that that's disgraceful. First of it all, it is disgraceful. It's disgraceful. We lost the game of football, right? It, that, that's not the end of the world, is it? It's a game of football. And um, <clears throat> that, that's where I, I was going to come to that uh, and, and say exactly the same, Craig, uh, to be fair. Um, but, like, <sighs> names don't win games. Hmm? Rhymes? Oh, no, yeah. I've been sorry, sorry, countdown. <laughs> no, I've been thinking about that for all, all weekend. <laughs> Names don't win games. Craig, um, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, okay, have have team. We made the right choice with changing the manager. Oh, no, let's let's talk about the game on Saturday first yeah, because well, we were away at uh, at Southampton. So I know Claire, you <laughs> went, so Mr. Chairman, you were there as well. So. Good to hear your thoughts. Um, I watched. I watched it. So um, you know, there's a, uh, I guess, the same opinion. But uh, over to yourself. I mean, Claire's made that journey. You go first, and then Mr. Chairman. Um, I think, I think it's a hard one, really. Um, I, I was a bit shocked at the formation. I was a bit shocked that you know who he played where. Um, no Stansfield was a shocker in itself um, you know or everybody were, was going mad when he took Dembele off I don't know what he sees in Burke however it was a stonewall penalty yeah. it happened right in front of us like we all were going what's going on um, you know I just think I mean I'm on game three of this and I just think you know there's booing Rooney but the same I, I, I understand it's not good enough. However, when you've made two lots of journeys to Middlesbrough and Southampton and he stood there, cross, crosses, crosses his arms, no motivation, nothing, you've got to wonder, is he interested? And everybody around me were going, why isn't he animated? Why isn't he get Like, even when there was, like, water breaks, he didn't say anything to them. He walked back onto the bench and everyone was going, why is he doing that for? Um, I thought we had spells. I thought we had 10 minutes when we started and 10 minutes after half-time, which was the same against Hull. We just can't keep it going. And Longello and Drama, I can't wait for Laird and Buchanan to come back because they, or every single goal came from the right being crossed in and now either behind Longello or they're in front of him. So I think they need to be out the firing line as soon as possible. But, I mean, Southampton was a lovely ground. Um, there was no trouble. So, you know, fair play to their fans. They were loud. When we scored, you know, you could feel everybody being like, come on, come on, come on. 
but but you could just tell that they were Premier League quality. They passed it from the back, and they were just a good team. And on to Ipswich we go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah go on, go on. Now. I, I, well done, Claire. You've you you've you've said everything that I would have said. <laughs> but I, I will. I, the the only thing, the only thing that I've I, I've come to the conclusion of is these three games we've been outmanaged. Mm. In each game, uh, the opposition know that if we don't score, they're going to win. Right? Now, that was for the first two games. On Saturday, um, they worked out very quickly where the weaknesses were. And Drama in particular, I thought, was okay when he got the ball. But when he hadn't, they absolutely murdered him. And, and not only did one bloke murder him, they, they switched him around and they took one bloke off and brought another one on in the second half and he run rings around. And it, it wasn't, you know, he was up against an opponent who he couldn't cope with. They probably put three blokes on him during the 90 minutes and he couldn't cope with any of them. Uh, mm. Longello, Longello, as as he just can't get off the floor. I mean, I, 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 t- I talk back to a game, was it last year, when Luton won with a header, uh, came across from the left, he jumped up, bloke behind him, bang, 1-0, game over. Um, that, is, that, is, that is a glaring weakness. And any opposition manager who sent his scout out to watch us play the last three, two games before would have said, these, these two, we've got to get the ball wide as quick as possible and attack them. Now then, the only other thing that, that was a bit strange to me, other than the, the Stansfield that started, was the change of centre-half. Now, I thought the kid played okay, Awu, but he's, he's about six inches shorter than Long, and maybe if Long had been in the centre when some of these crosses came over, we'd have dealt with them better. I don't know. Um, but nothing, you know, the kid didn't do anything anything on towards. He, he, he passed. He's a good, he's a better footballer than Lung. But whether he's a better defender than Lung, I ain't so sure at the moment. Mm. It's almost like, it's almost like pre-season, isn't it? All over again. And it's yeah. not pre-season at the end of the day. It's winter. Um and I think, you know, going back to last Wednesday's game, we started the game really well, I thought. We was on the front foot and created a couple of half chances and then Longello goes and passes it to their player and unfortunately he goes through and scores, you know, and, and then after that goal, it just completely killed us, didn't it, really? Um, and then, you know, overall, it's just, like I say, it's pre-season again. It's been like, you know, Rudy's got to get to know the players, get to know the squad. I don't think he knew much about the squad before he came here, I'll be honest. I don't think he would have much watched much mm. of Birmingham City before he came here because, obviously, Mark, obviously, he's in America and, you know, there's a time difference and he's obviously the manager of, um, of, where, of where he was, DC United. So, you know, he's, he's almost, you know, it's almost like he's coming to the job now and he needs, like, a couple of months before he even kicks a ball, you know, the team kicks a ball. So the timing of it is very bizarre. Uh, I think I said at the time when we sacked John Eustace that, you know, that, you know if they want to do that, fine. But I, I said at the time, didn't I, that I was a bit, um, you know, sort of baffled by their choice. I'm not, well, baffled's probably the wrong word. Surprised 
surprised by their choice, you know, because he's he's just starting out, Rooney, is really, as a manager. He's only 38 years old, 37, 38. And, you know, if we were going to sack John Eustace, then bring somebody in that's got a, you know, a CV of, of show that shows where we want to be. Um, you know, and unfortunately, Rooney doesn't have that. But mm. you, I like to think that, you know, I'm prepared to give him time and I hope that he can turn this round and, and, and he can get better. Because I've seen glimpses in the last two games of what we can do. But, you know, you do He's need definitely to... better. Like, yeah. to be fair, it's, I mean, it was one out of 10 against Middlesbrough. It probably went to about a three out of 10 for Hull. And it probably went to about a four out of 10 for. So it has got better generally. But yeah. it's. Um, sorry to like you know interrupt but when oh, we were when we were in the concourse at the start of the game um, all it was was like Rooney came on certain fans sang Rooney's name certain fans said words I'm not going to repeat mm. the problem is the whole of the crowd was divided so some people were singing like Rooney 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 and then some people were like get lost so mm. that's the mm. problem at the moment he's totally split the crowd so some people were like, well, you know, give him time, give him time. There's some people are like, we've lost three out of three. Now, Ainsworth and that, you know, they, they've lost six. He's lost six in a row and he's been sacked. Yeah. We've got Ipswich coming up, Sunderland coming up. Yeah. If he doesn't win those, we've lost five. And all of a sudden we dropped like a stone. And that's yeah. going to be the problem. Have we got time to hopefully implement it? I can't mm. see it. If Sorry, Clip. If Coventry beat the Albion tonight and Coventry are 20th, mm. they'll go above us. Mm. Yeah, but mm. the, league is I mean, so, the league's so open. This is the thing, you know, one one win and we're back not just into just over the halfway, but in, well into the top half of the table, you know. And I look at Saturday and yes, there were improvements. Yes, there were mistakes. I think. Claire, you summed up exactly what I said on the radio afterwards, which is the goals came from the right and also couldn't be defended from the left. So basically, we had two two defenders out of the depth and they have been, unfortunately, for the past few games. However, they were okay in the games before. So there is a, a definite change in terms of the way that they play. We've also yeah. got to remember, Saturday, the first goal was offside. Right, yeah. and it'll be a subject we'll come on to in a bit. VAR in the championship, but yeah. Yeah. if it was there, it wouldn't have stood. No. The penalty, not even even the you know Sky Sports News were covering it, and they all turned around and went, "How did he not give a penalty?" And the yeah. ref that's on there said exactly the same thing. Stonewall. Not just that, the ref missed it, but so did the linesman. It, it's just beyond me as to how that was that was missed. If you mm. then put those two things into the equation, mm. and yes, I, you know I, I'm banking on the fact we score a goal for the penalty, but we'd have walked away with a draw. Mm. And as the mm. draw down in Southampton is is, is a, a bloody good result at the moment based mm. on their 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 form and everything else. So I, I I have seen improvements. There's still a hell of a lot more to go. And yes, Saturday is is tough. Mm. Uh, as are any of the upcoming games, but you know it's typical of Birmingham to to actually get that result <laughs> the weekend. Well, I'm, I'm to be honest, Craig, to be honest, Craig, I'm sort of I'm, sorry, Paul. I'm, I'm I'm hoping for like it's almost like you have a, a period of short term pain before you get the long term gain. So 
Yeah, it's going to be painful. Everyone rapping. Everyone's rapping tonight, huh? Everyone's rapping tonight, saying stuff that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> so your challenge has been set, Paul, before the show's out. We want to rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> can I just follow on? Sorry, Mark, can I just follow on from that, though? I've been obviously listening to what we've said, and I, I, agree, I agree with everything, but I think, you know... In fairness to, to to drama, you know, Longello, I've, I've always said, I don't think he's a left back and I'm not changing my mind on that one. But I think right. as, a, as a right back, no, I think no. Craig was Craig hit the nail on the head when he said, you know, the last the first couple of games, he was very good. And everyone thought, you know what? Laird's not going to get back in the team. And then he's, he's struggled a little bit. And I think it's a class um, example of the, the two fullbacks are the two players that have found the change the hardest. I think, you know, Rooney's come in and tried to change everything so quickly. And I think there's been too much information given to those two players mm. in such a short space of time. So I think they're, they're going out there with a bit of, you know, I suppose misunderstanding of where they should be at what part of the game, um, you know, what their true job is. Now, you know, as a defender, your true job is to defend, obviously, and get the ball out and whatever else. But they're getting so many mixed messages, I'm sure, um, which is surprising because, you know, Ashley Cole was one of the better fullbacks in the in the country for for years so okay. he should he should always already know that you know the defending is, is is part and parcel of what their trade is but i think the way rooney spoke in the last couple of games on press conferences everything has been about those fullbacks being high and almost being five strikers and i think that that's where they're finding it difficult so i hope at some point um they realise that they need to slow themselves down a little bit. It's baby steps more than anything. Yes, if he wants to change the team, he's going to change it. Um, but it's baby steps right now, and we have to and we have to take that. And you know, going to Rooney, um, if I'd sat here right now and said he's the right man, I'm still not hundred percent sure. Yes, I'm going to back him because he's the you know the Birmingham manager, and at the end of the day, we back the the club and the team that more than anything else. There's no player and no manager ever bigger than what Birmingham City is. Um, and never will be. So we continue to back that. I think John Eustace did a, an amazing job where he was, no disrespect to him, but a small name um, manager. And he came in and he changed a lot. He got the love of the fans. He got the love of the players, as you can tell. And he was very, very good at a man management. I think Rooney comes in with a bit of arrogance to him. I think he's a little bit more like, you know, look what I've done. Look what I've won. Look where, where, where I've been. You guys need to respect that straight away. And, and as the world works, that doesn't happen in any job. So I think Rooney needs to understand as well that he still has to gain the respect from the fans. He still has to gain respect from the players. Um, and he can't go in there just thinking that everything's going to change overnight. So honestly, I think some of his sideline behaviors is frustration just as much as our frustration in the crowd. Um but he's a totally different man manager than what Eustace is. And I think the fans have got to understand that we don't know what he does on the training ground. And I think maybe all of his communication comes away from the pitch. And when he gets to that 90 minutes, it's more on the, on the players that are out there. Um, rightly or wrongly, then, then obviously that's another debate. But I think that's where it, it lies right now. And I think that Rooney just needs to understand that the fans want to see passion. They want to see passion from the manager as much as they want to see it from the players. You know, we we um, Birmingham City is our heart, regardless of who you are and, and if you come in and whatever else. As I said to you guys on Facebook, if it doesn't work out and in the future, whenever that is, he gets sacked and somebody else comes in, then we all move forward, right? Mm -hmm. Rooney goes, we move on. 
Yeah, I couldn't I, give him. Yeah. I, I couldn't give a monkey. He's what he did as a player. I'll be honest. You know, his record as a, ma- record as a manager so far is poor. You know, so he needs to he needs to sort it out. And because he does come across, I, I totally agree with what you just said there, Mark. He does come across a bit like that in his in his press conferences, doesn't he? After games and stuff, you know, he singles. It's on sing- the pitch, though, Paul. Like yeah. he goes back and talks to Cole and O'Shea. But have they had the coaching experience? I know that. Ashley Cole was, you know, in England, but that's not a day-to-day basis either. You know, mm. it's not... Do you know what I think it is? I don't think it's either being the de- like having defeats. We've been here before. It's the manner of the defeat that's the problem. It's the... All of a sudden, like, you know, you've got somebody like, you know, punching the badge. Yes, love this club. And even the players are like, yeah. And now they've kind of gone, oh... I mean, okay, he did come over and he did clap us for coming. I mean, I left at 90, because I had enough. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I just think, you know, I, I totally agree with what you said. At the end of the day, he's not playing for Manchester United anymore. He's not playing no. for England anymore. Now, no. that playing career is gone. He retired. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're a coach. Now you're manager. You're actually a manager. You're not even a coach anymore. You are a manager, manager. of Burnley City Football Club. Who one of the one of the biggest clubs in the country, which should be anyway, mm-hmm. second city. Yeah. You know the owners want us to do really well and get back to Premier League. You've now got to start proving it. Actions speak louder than words. I've been saying this for a while, and at the moment, the words aren't coming out and the actions aren't either. And I think that's where we're all getting a. You know, I think me, um, it was too high. Everything, everybody was like, Yeah, we're sick, we're going to the Premier League, we're doing this. All of a sudden, we've all been brought down back down to earth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. My, my, my biggest sorry, Paul, my biggest fear is that it will be another Zola stat, you know, like two wins in 20. That is my biggest fear. He's got the Zolas about it already. Yeah, yeah. already. Yeah. He doesn't know what's and I, I, don't, I don't like throwing him under the bus, but it is heading that way at the moment. Well, this is yeah, it. This is really what's him. If you think about, if you think about his career so far, um, he played at Derby. He went there. He was captain at Derby after he was, you know, one of the best players at Man United. So he he went as a captain as at Derby with a lot of hype. So he got to know the players as a teammate as well as a manager. Um, so that was probably a little bit of an easier transition for him. Um, he came over here to the states, and and I can say being at the coaching in the states myself, if any sort of English guy comes over to the States and has an accent and says he knows about soccer, then you're respected for it, regardless of who you are and and, and how good you are. It's just because that's the the new sport in town. And and this guy's coming in as, you know, one of the most famous English sports players ever. And he's coming into a country that is still growing and learning the trade. So I think he was, he got the hero reception from the players and the fans there just just from that. But now he's come, you know, into the, the back streets of Birmingham where he doesn't realise what the fans are expecting. He doesn't realise what the players have, have had and expected. And I think he's he's probably finding it just as hard as everybody else is in regards to turn things around. Um, there's two ways. I could say, don't give him a chance, get rid of him and, and let's move on. Or you could turn around and go, you know what, give the guy a chance. Give him at least until January to see what he goes out and buys. Um, let him settle down a little bit. Um, and then let him prove to us if he's the right choice or if he isn't. Because if you ask that question to me right now, there's no proof at all 
in three games to tell me if he's still right or wrong to be the manager of Birmingham City. He's yeah, got exactly. a whole week as well. He's got a whole week now. Do you yeah. mean? He's had three games within yeah. one week. So let's see what he can do. See what happens on the training pitch. But if he doesn't get better, the fans are going to start to say something and you're going to split us even more. I mean, I mean, I wanted... On the fans' front, sorry, Mark. It, no, that's right. The one thing I want to really cover off is okay, Rooney's coming. His performances haven't been brilliant. Everybody is entitled to, to boo, as they did, you know, and not everybody will agree with that. Others will say, yes, they deserved it. However, they're the 11 players on the field, so we've got to be there to back them, right? We back the team, we don't back the manager. We are fans of the team but the one thing that absolutely disgusted me to high heaven was the behaviour of some fans towards our new owners and our new board mm. and you know I'll say it as it is now I was disgusted to hear that people hurled abuse at Gary Cook people hurled abuse at Tom Wagner just because we've changed the manager it's absolutely horrendous. And as far as I'm concerned, they are not fans. They are just people that have turned up for the sake of turning up. It's not right. Those people saved us as a club. I don't think, honestly, many people realise how close we were. Not just to go to administration, but not to exist at all. These people are working tirelessly as well behind the scenes. Exactly, yeah. They really yeah. are. And what they've done at St Andrews in, what, three, four months? Is, is, it's mm. unbelievable, really, isn't it? When you, yeah. I mean, can the I alliance... Just... Sorry, Paul. Go on, can, I ask question... yeah. can I just ask this question to you guys now from me? And it may be, people might like this and might not like it, but if I'm sitting here and I'm thinking back, and if you is still in charge, I feel we lose at Middlesbrough we lose at Southampton, we probably get a better result against Hull. But that's where I sit, honestly, with Eustace as manager. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but that's I, what I it's, think. You know, it's the performances more than the results, I think, is what, like Claire said, is what is getting everybody angry. We would have, what, had, we, we would have had three better performances under under John Eustace than we've had yeah. under Wayne. <clears throat> and this 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 what angered me, and I mean angered, that... It doesn't matter who the manager is coming in, uh, and we've got a very inexperienced guy in charge. If we'd have had Alex Ferguson walking through the door, he would have had a problem of those three games being a bit more of a test than the the, the Albion and uh, and Huddersfield proved to be, and would not have got necessarily the result we would have expected. But he would have got a performance out of them. Alex Ferguson would have got a performance out of them. John Eustace would have got a performance out of them. We haven't had one yet. We are, we were a bit better on on Saturday. Second half uh, with the ball. With the ball, we didn't look too bad. But without the ball, we looked shocking. Mm. And 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 that's the reverse of the John Eust John Eustace philosophy. He used to talk about we kept our shape. We were good when we hadn't got the ball because we were. We defended properly. Yes, those mm. two backs were still the same two fullbacks that they were on Saturday, but we'd put people in front of them to to protect them. 
and and, and we we didn't expect him to go bombarding up the pitch and not 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 return for a fortnight. I mean, I, I'm I sat on the side. I'm going, where, where, where's where's these fullbacks gone? You know, and and there's blokes tearing past me. It's yeah. it's this this blip. Let's call it a blip. Is inevitable. Whoever took over would have had a blip. Now, if we'd have had two points out of the six, that would still have been a blip. But it was, it would have been okay. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have been moaning. Uh, so why do it? You know what? He's expecting to have a setback, and we've had three setbacks, and now, now, now we're just. We're just a mid-table side who are looking, looking, looking for a pattern and how to play and blah 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 blah. Whereas, like it or not, before that we'd we were suddenly talking. I I enjoyed watching the games. I enjoyed every every match this year. I've I've enjoyed watching, win or lose, because mm. we've got some good players in our side, and they are. You know, Dembele and uh, and uh, Stansfield are good to watch. No, Miyoshi as well, Alan. Alan Miyoshi was quite well before Rooney came yeah. in. Yeah. Been frozen, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Would you say it's the players? Would you would you put some put some ink on the players, considering that are they choosing this? Well, I mean, comfortable with the comfortable with the way he's playing, are they? You can tell. Dion, Dion looks. Dion looks like a zombie at the back now. He was full of life under yeah. Eustace, and he but looks. That, but, but that can get better though with more training sessions in time. Yeah, mm. but whether to be honest, Paul, whether that's a personal a personal feeling, you know, from people like Sanderson, you know, it's only human to feel. You know, there's a boss you really like, you really respect, and I mean, now that person's out the door. Week, mm. Is that a good enough excuse though? No, no, not really. Would you be able to do that at work? Would you be able to go? Oh, there's a new, new somebody new. They're going to implement something. I'm not going to. I don't know. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm not going to play as well. No, <laughs> no yeah. You know what I mean, I'm not going to perform as well because I liked him. But yeah. actually, now these blokes come in. Mm, but yeah. actually, you're still getting paid the same amount of money. The yeah, fans yeah. still support you. We still travel hundreds of miles and hours and hours and hours. Is it? Is it start? You know, is some of the blame it on the players I mean, as well? The fact that they've changed the, the fact that they've changed the manager is a is is a, is an indictment of the team because the owners think that the team is not good enough. So mm-hmm. we blame in the manager, and we'll stick we'll stick somebody else in. So how would mm. you feel? You you just want two very good two very good results. And the, the the powers that be think that's not that's not good enough, you know. Your decision was made weeks before that, though. Sorry, Paul. Well, well, whenever it was made, this is when it happened, and you've mm. you've got you've got players who I think who straight away think, well, this manager like me, this man, this new manager won't like me, uh, or may not like me. So that they they. You've caused instability straight away. Whether it, whether it's a mass criticism of saying you're not good enough, that's one thing. But what it's definitely is destabilised what was going on. It was getting it yeah. was getting solid. It was getting you know these these two fullbacks that we know 
we've we've known our weaknesses, but the weaknesses were covered up by some good management. Now we've had nothing but bad management for okay, it's only three weeks, but that has been exposed. And don't forget on Saturday, uh, the fullback uh, from Drop. from Leeds mm-hmm. played played twice against Southampton last year, so they 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 they. they it, it wasn't a new player to them. I said, oh, there's that bloke from Leeds. We run rings around him last year. Right, get on with it. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was at Luton, wasn't he? He was at Luton last season on loan, wasn't he? He played in the playoff final for Luton. Yeah, That's yeah great. played at Wembley. Yeah, okay, whatever. He was, he great... was of Southampton, wasn't he? There's some great comments coming through on the show box. Excellent. And, and sorry to everybody. It's, it's really yeah. busy again uh, as we go through. So just a few that I've, I've pulled out. Uh, so Paul Gill says Leeds were awful before Bielsa mm. he brought in two players that totally changed the way that they played as a team and then they were a dominant force in the season afterwards so do we think Rooney could do that Steve Strange uh, sorry Scott Strange if we'd have lost against all of these teams and Eustace had been sacked and we'd have then announced Rooney as the manager <laughs> do we all think that the fans reaction would have been half as bad Mm. Uh, the other no, one is no, these players Don Kavanagh this is these players who were playing three weeks ago were backed by their manager wonder how the players feel within the criticism dealing with a snap wholesale change in style and and that part Dom I think he's absolutely spot on because for me we've changed the manager but the manager has tried to change too many things too quickly this soon and yeah. I think if he'd have just implemented even half of what he wants to do and maintain the stability in the other area. I honestly do not think we'd be talking this way now and have got the results that we we have had. I really do feel as though we'd have picked things up. And I think the way I sum it up is if we'd have taken John Eustace's defence and the, the way that they were staunch, the way that they were ultimately at times looked unbeatable, in defence and we'd have then mixed that with the going forwards and strategy of the you know almost counter attack that Rooney's brought so far we'd be very happy as fans and mm-hmm. I'm open to what other people think on that one but you know it, it really is showing and I think the other thing that's coming across on the message board is it's three games mm-hmm. three games and, and, and people are already calling for a manager to, to go that's partly because the manager for those people was never wanted actually as far as I, you know I'm concerned do I think it was right to change it when we did no I was equally as disappointed as everybody else but there's a new man in the dugout and we've got to back him more importantly we've got to back the team the negativity around the team has to stop they're just doing what they've been told to do back mm. then if things don't turn around then the club have to step in and do something about it but mm. at the moment We've got to go with the decision that they've made. It's their man. And I honestly think, had DC have not had, uh, and, uh, and Mark Meredith, this would be interesting, you know, if DC had not got a clause holding him to them at the start of this season, do you think he'd have still been there? Or do you think, actually, given pre-season, he'd have been Birmingham manager? No, I think he'd have been a manager pre-season for sure. I think that's the, the whole reason why we waited out is because of the we didn't want to pay him out of his contract. Um, you know, there's been rumours of that. And it's, it's something that I certainly truly believe and think it's a, you know, it's a, probably the, the most sane answer to why it's been in the middle of a season. Um, but yeah, 
I think he, you know, he's already signed up with DC. DC's agreement was let's see what happens and let's get into the playoffs or not. I also think if they'd have qualified for the playoffs, we wouldn't have seen him until after the playoffs either. So I think it, it fell on the doorstep of, right, he left on the Saturday. Eustace was sacked, fired, whatever he was, you know, on Monday. And then Rooney was in the door Tuesday. Um, the playoffs are going right now. And it, so they're, they're on now for the next three or four weeks. So we may not have seen him until Christmas if, if they'd got in the playoffs. So, yeah, I honestly do. I think it, it was there a lot of things to do with the contract. And I think that Eustace was already told that at the start of the season, that once Rooney was out, then Rooney was coming in. Mm. I think, you know, so I believe that he was, he was aware. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, mate. It even took Klopp and Guardiola a season, didn't it? I remember sitting there watching Man City get hammered 4-0 at Everton when Guardiola first took over. You know, mm. I'm not saying he's going to be Klopp or Guardiola by any means. I'm just saying that there's a prime example that even the best of the best, you know, need time. Um, well, look at... Make... Sorry, Paul. I mean, look at Sir Alex all those years ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, they almost, they've almost lynched him within, like, the first six games. And all it yeah. took was a, a scrappy win in the FA Cup. And he, look what happened. Yeah, so I yeah. mean, I, I, do, I want Rooney to do well. I want him to stick two fingers up. Uh, same as Scott Hogan, I want him to do well because it's our badge at the end of the day. I know it sounds corny, but I, I really want him to come good. But at the yeah. moment, it's uh, there's a lot of work to do. Another good example from Paul Hansen here. Look at Arteta at Arsenal as well. Yeah. You know, but there's another one. Um, you know, so it's you know let, let's just let's just be patient and see what happens in a bit of time because I, I don't think yeah. we're going to get. I don't think we're going to get relegated. Obviously, I don't think that's going no, to happen. Um, mid if we can, if we can finish just, if we can finish about sort of fourteenth, thirteenth this season, fifteenth or anything like that, that's still progress from last season in seventeenth. I know it's not what the owners want, but they'll probably accept a, a season of stability, and then you know we we move on and kick on after that. Like and this January coming window, because it will be interesting to see what players he can attract here when mm-hmm. we do get into transfer windows. Because four window. He will, he will attract a better calibre of player than what, um, as well as John Eustace did, he will attract a better player than what John Eustace could, won't he? Mm. And Jason Eustace just said, Michael Carrick lost the first five games of Borough. And yeah. now look at them. I know. Mm. I know. It just it. Takes, <laughs> takes one win, takes one win, and the players, you know, might click in this system. The one thing I don't like is the rolling out from the keeper and tippy-tappy around the edge. Oh, the I hate I that. Start, I absolutely yeah, hate, I hate that. It. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, as we get used to it, we're not doing it as much as what we were. I mean, I think we were doing it less on Saturday than what we were against Hull at home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> if, Claire, go on. If, if we had Langham, Langham Buchanan at fullback, you wouldn't mind the tippy-tappy then because they, you give the ball to Lang and he will do something with it. He'll create something. He'll, he'll burst past two or three players. Uh, and, and, and Buchanan is, is, a, a, is a great passer of the ball. I think the problem is you've got Laird, Buchanan. I mean, Anderson, I think, would do a job for him as well. You George know, Hall. George, Hall. Think, mm. George, yeah, Hall, yeah. George Hall would do a job for him. Obviously, you know, we're still waiting for them to come back. I can't wait for Laird to come back because he's my favourite player as well. Mm. But I generally think, I agree with you, Alan, I think he, he can burst past people. And I think Blues fans like him as well. You know, I think Buchanan, he's a solid defender and he probably could take on all the things because he's played under Rooney before. I just worry mainly in the middle because at the moment, Billy is our like linchpin. 
but he needs somebody next to him, I feel. So, like, Sunjik and James, at one point, I was like, oh, we're playing 4-2-3-1. Like, this is amazing. When they came forward, like, it was just Billick on his own. And he was just getting run around. And then that's it. I don't think James played particularly well. And when you're bringing on the likes of Gary Gardner, no offence to him, and some others, that's who we struggled with before. Well, actually, when you bring on the Bakunas and the Ansons and, you know, you've got the Dembele's and that, they're better quality. So, of course, you're going to struggle. This system and this style is crying out now for the three centre-backs, five across the middle, midfield, and then you, you, you two forwards. I hate to say it, but I think it's just, that's what it's crying out for, is to, to bring Long back in. Mm. Uh, for me, Laird's back now. It looks like he was on the bench the other day, so it looks like he could be back Saturday. Move Drenham over to left back and, and put uh, Laird at right back. And, you know, strengthen that up a little bit, take Longella out the fire. But I certainly think, and I, I would never say this because I hate five at the back, but I think right now what he's trying to do, that that's the that's what it's crying out for, unfortunately. You bitch can't play up front on his own either. No. The goal was Ruddy launched it to Jukovic. Jukovic flicked it on, Stansfield scores. Jukovic, no. we were literally by 10 minutes, he had already turned the shirt a different colour because he's been sweating so much. Mm. And literally what happened was, so you've got Jukovic um, was having to come back. All of their defence just moved into our half. That was it. Yeah. Because I, they I, didn't have anybody going behind. Can I ask everyone a question? When a club loses 3-1, forget our, our club for a minute, when other clubs lose 3-1 and they've scored a goal, do you think they post it on their social medias and over YouTube and all over social media, the goal that they, the one goal that they score when they lose 3-1? No. <laughs> No. It's all about media, though, isn't it? It's all about getting yeah. traction. What, why did, did they? Did I, don't they? I don't see the point in us posting Jay Sandsfield goal on Saturday. Although mm. it was a good goal, yeah, we lost the game 3-1. So what is the point in showing us that goal again? We lost 3-1. Mm, yeah. It was annoying. Mm. But then you'd have the people say, goal. why didn't you post the goal? I think it's oh, a yeah. no win. Why would you post the goal when you've lost the game 3-1? Mm. It's like it's like a boxer, like showing a replay of knocking somebody out, but he went on to lose. Well, not, not knocking somebody down, sorry, and he went on to lose the fight. A bit like yeah. the guy who Tyson Fury mm. on Saturday, you know. Yeah. He's not re, he's not replaying that knockdown. We haven't scored in two games, Paul, and it was the only thing that made us happy on Saturday. It was a it was a very very good goal. It was, it was. Uh, it was. and and it's a Premiership goal, wasn't it? The, the Jukovic uh, flick on was tremendous and the pace of the lad uh, Stansfield burst past them and smashed it in the net terrific goal now the, the problem is with with a 35 year old centre forward and as lovely man as he is he's going to do that about once every five games if you're lucky mm. he's not going to do it continually during a game um, and uh, it's, it all gets down to statistics in the end. How many, sh you know, I, 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 I ignore possession. Whatever we had on Saturday, we did okay with. Uh, and we had as many shots on goal as them. Uh, not as many on target, but as, uh, you know, in our 29% possession, we did as much attacking as they did in whatever the difference is 71%. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter. But yeah. 
at the end of the day, they scored three times. We scored once. Yeah. Our goal was the best of the four, but you don't get any points. It's not ice skating. It ain't how good you look. It's how good you are. Yeah. And and, and that's, that's it. Uh, I could sit and watch that goal. You know, I'll, I'll switch this off when, I, when we finished and I'll put... I'll put that goal on just to watch it over and over again because it was it was thrilling. Yeah. But that's yeah. it. You're right. But, we love- well, I'm not saying don't show the goal though on the highlights of the game. Show the highlights of the game, but I'm just saying like don't have one big special post for one goal that we scored when we lost three one. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. you mean? What do you say, Claire? I do I do get what you mean though. It's like, you know, I think it's it's just a bit it's taking the positive I think that's what they're trying to do is show we scored. That's a positive thing. I don't know, but I'm guessing, you know, out of all the negativity that's around, look, we did score under Rooney after his first goal. But it is a media circus. Like, literally, all you could see around the team on Saturday was a camera, camera, camera. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... And, uh... Going go back to the message board, no, Chris, YouTube's been absolutely mental as well. Uh, but uh, to, uh, to Richard Hayler, um, there's a couple of a couple of areas for discussion here. So uh, Daniel Rune said, uh, "Do we think Dixon will start on Saturday? Uh, I think he's I think he's earned a chance, but I don't think he'll start. The, no, I can't see him starting on the bench. I think the lad Donovan's got more of a chance." Yes. I'd have Dixon on the bench though. I'd have him if ever Yuki couldn't play. Yeah, definitely on the bench. Donovan wasn't in the squad Saturday, was he? No. Uh, was he on the bench? No, though? he wasn't. No. no and 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 I, and I before we came on in, I was watching the Access Blues thing, and they show all the shirts hanging up, and Donovan's was hanging up, yeah, but right. he he never made an appearance. No, no, no. You know the, the the other the other youngster was was Cam- was in what? Uh, but um, Donovan played the other night. He come on, and okay, it was a, a futile a futile in the end. But he did show a couple of touches. So why wasn't he at least in the squad? It doesn't make any sense, you know. Um, but then again, we were gonna <laughs> we were gonna leave Stansfield out. Hmm. Why, why put a 16-year-old kid in the squad when you've got, you know, your best goal scorer sitting on the bench? It, you know, it, it, it's it's just another one of those, what are you doing, Wayne? I mean, explain yeah. that to us. And he doesn't. He, you know, nobody asks him. Nobody says, why did you do this? Why did you think that was necessary? Um, hmm. At least we had a good night Friday, though, I guess. Didn't we? <laughs> Move yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I, 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 Mr... Mr. Hip Kiss. Wow. Um, so, uh, so, ladies and gents, on, on Friday evening, we had our uh, EA Promotions Night with uh, five of the 2001 squad at, uh, at St. Andrews, where uh, our very own Mr. Hip Kiss was the, was the compare. And uh, I think uh, it's, it's fair to say at one point he was shaking, but by the time he got to the seat, took over and had total control whether that was the amount of alcohol he consumed beforehand or just pure confidence, I'm not too sure. But um, it was it was a great night for for, for everyone. Um, some really good stories, and I will say, you know, the the lads that were up on the stage have all said as well at some point or other they'd like to come back on the show. So we will be getting them 
back on board and 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 talking to us. But um, great night, well done by uh, well done by all, but especially Paul, you know, uh, superb mate, well done. You know, you did really 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 well. Right yeah, thanks, mate. I wanted to make it a bit different, you know, and um, I, mean, I thought the slides worked really well, didn't they? Obviously, as we were going across each so because that helped me as well, because it just might help me stay on subject. And, you know, I didn't want to go off on a tangent. And also, I wanted to get the audience involved, which we did. And, you know, I wanted to make it fun as well, which we did with the, uh, obviously, the mm-hmm. kick-ups competition, and, which Marcelo won, didn't he, with 27. And, uh, yeah, and, the, and we did a who as well, didn't we? A live yeah. who as well. We mm-hmm. did five of them, and they got and all the Wow, Skip's knowledge of those who was absolutely unreal. Um, yeah. you know, we a, think Paul's the uh, savant, but Skip Skip definitely took the lead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a pleasure as well to be joined by Jeremy Dale and Mike Wiseman, and great to see mm. Roy, the photographer, Roy Smilianic's looking great as well now, and uh, and yeah. Ian Dutton as well was there with his brother, wasn't yeah. it? Um, so yeah, no. Overall, it was a great night. I'm not going to lie; I was a bit nervous all day leading up to it, but once I got there and I got chatting away to people, I was fine. That was it, I was away. Oh, and the pictures and that are really good as well. So fair play to Lindsay as well. She did a yeah. great yeah. job on the pictures. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I, didn't have a, I, didn't, I didn't eat much of the food, but it looked nice. It was the food it was nice as well. Lovely, yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. Mark, yeah. Uh, Mark had loads, didn't you, Mark? You really enjoyed your I've got a week's worth. I've still got some in my dressing gown pocket. You little tinker, 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 tinker. He was looking for the gruel, so we got really disappointed when he got up the front and saw proper food. Um, <laughs> I was just I was just relieved that Craig arranged to meet me where he said he was, because, uh, you know, he, he said he wouldn't meet me, but he did in the end. Fair play to him. He actually I'm treated well. me like human. <laughs> no, no, I just felt sorry for you. That's what it was. Um, but on, on that point, you know, um, there's there's uh, some interesting things, you know, were, were discussed on the night, and I think there was there was a lot of mixed topics as well. So this was the other thing; it was it was good and very open, very honest. Um, you know, Mike talks about the time with Trevor Francis. Ian spoke about the future of the club and also his his time at the the actual final and the games. So it was really good to hear how, how things are going forward. Um, you know, I was asked a really interesting question on the night, and actually I'll be interested in people's thoughts on this as well, which is we had five people up the front who, for us, were not only you know loving the fact that they played for the club and were fans' favourites, but they loved the club as well, and that shone through like mad on, on the night with their, with their stories. So... Open up on the on the message board here. You know, if you were looking over the past thirty years, which players did you love as fans, but also do you believe loved club as well? And you know, I I, I came out of a barrel load, but to me, actually, they were very recent. Now, I couldn't I couldn't really go back too far, but I had people like Liam Daish, um, and his love of the club, Jude Bellingham. You know, I know he's one of the recent ones, but oh God, you mentioned that name, Craig. You see his yeah. first goal in the Classico on Saturday. Oh, it's oh, unreal. Yeah, absolutely unreal. And then we've got Granger, we've got Skip, Jerry Gillow was there. They're all not just players, but they, they, they love the club. So what are people's thoughts on that? Who who would you have in there? And uh, Hoppy, if you could Hoppy, Hoppy, your, Hoppy, your Hoppy, Hoppy, Hoppy. Got to be Hoppy. Chris, Nick, what, Nick, what do you make of all this anyway, mate? What are your thoughts, Nick, about obviously the Rooney? Uh... Me personally, well, um, we were sixth in the league and we're not no more. So that's that's all I'm <laughs> going to say on that at the minute. Um, 
uh, I've had people lauding Mr. Rooney when he first came in, and I said, look, names don't win games. Bruce in the pudding, right? The pudding's been served. We've just lost nine points. Where could we have been with those nine points? And that makes me angry. Mm. And I know you say a lot about X, Y, Z lost by a game. And say, I'm not interested in Middlesbrough. I'm not interested in any other football club apart mm. from Birmingham City, right? Mm. I'm not remotely interested in what anybody else has or hasn't done. Yes, there's been some amazing improvements at St Andrews since these guys have come in. And I don't yeah. think this managerial change is one of them. Sorry. Mm, mm. Mm. We'll see what Friday night as well, just going back. But, you know, I've been to many um, Q&A sessions with, with players of, of past. Um, and this, this was just a little bit different. I think, you know, Paul, like you said, it was more interactive. Um, Rach did a great job of getting the right, I think, audience and balance together on the night as well. Um, and the other, the other thing is really the, the, the sheer fact that everybody was there for love of the club, but also the people that that were on board. So, you know, huge, mm. huge kudos there to uh, to to Rach and the team at EA for coming out and getting that first one over the board the way that they did. And hopefully, there's there's many more to come. And uh, you never know, Mr. Hipkiss, it could be uh, a little pocket for a retirement fund for you in the future, yeah, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We will, we will see. There's some other bloke called Dennis as well, isn't there, that runs it as well as Ray. Uh, don't, don't worry about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we don't talk about we don't talk about Dennis, but no. I mean, the other thing is he's just uh, a tea boy he, anyway. A <laughs> <laughs> um, shady. Not very good at that either. He wasn't. He wasn't slim shady, though. No, no, no. Um, definitely wasn't slim shady. <laughs> oh, God, God, mate. <laughs> There's some great names that could be thrown on the message board since I put that out there. So we've got um, Horsefields come up on many occasions. AJ, um, Stevie Claridge, John Frame, uh, Carol Sanderland, she's, she's named Brian Hughes, Martin Granger, and Paul Tate. Um, no one said Paul Devlin yet. Do you know, oh, Dev, Dev has come up on a yeah. couple of occasions. Yes, yeah. uh, as has Michael Johnson. Mm. Um I'm also seeing, uh, which is probably going to be mixed with with, uh, with our fans, but Robbie Savage there. So uh, you know, it's it's interesting to see uh, see Robbie coming up. Would you say Clinton Morrison? Because you know, whenever he's on Sky, and he was absolutely he was. I was like, why did they do that to him? And you could tell he was trying really hard to be neutral. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh no, yeah, Clinton Morrison, I would put on there. Too. Oh, Claire, 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 stay there, stay there. Um, well, I've just read this about about you uh, saying how lovely Claire is. Isn't Aww. Claire lovely? <laughs> this is on YouTube. Oh, Me and Claire that, are friends that, on Facebook. Miss Jay Gibbling, by any chance? She, <laughs> it says, it says she's finally finally found Jesus. Oh, have I? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he was missing. Is that no. because I got the halo above my head? No, I think, I think that's his name, Jesus something. Pete, uh, Pete Tyler, oh, no, Jesus baby, I think. Pete, Pete Tyler made me laugh earlier. He said, uh, how come Claire looks like she's about to have a haircut? Clinton's come up more since you've mentioned that as well, Claire. But um, as has... Pick out the sound. 
Yeah. Look how full sales on there, but the standout name so far is uh, Stan Lazaridis. Stan. Really? Yeah. yeah like, so what about Craig Gardner? That surprises me. Craig Gardner. What about Jose yeah. Dominguez? Craig Gardner hasn't come up once. Jose's been on there. Um, Lilypad, great shout with Ricky Otto, Kevin Francis. Mark Ward, for me, would probably be more of a lover of, of West Ham. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you another one. He didn't make many appearances for us, but my God, I walked, I walk, when we went to the Players Awards last season, I walked from the um, the ICC round to the cocktail bar with him. Because I've known him anyway. And he just told me how much it meant to him to put that blue shirt on, and that was Marcos Painter. Yeah, it's got to be different from you know yeah. anyone else, hasn't it? Really, when you're a fan of the club before you played yeah, for them, yeah. I mean, how many of those that mentioned are actually or were fans of the club? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot actually when you go through these that wouldn't have been fans of the club. And, you know, Malcolm Page has come up as well. Many occasions yeah. now, Malcolm Page is, is showing on the on the board. But I think he is just somebody that he has shown his passion afterwards. The support that he puts towards the Ex-Players Association and, and, you know, putting in the work with Tom Ross is immense on that front. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's a proper mixture of yeah, names. Trevor really. as well, yeah. right? You've got, to have, you've got to have Trevor in there as well. Would you say no, that I know he likes Peterborough, but whenever we go down... Oh, to... yeah. He winds them up by singing to Kieran, doesn't he? <laughs> anyone, said, anyone said Martin O'Connor as well? Yeah, he does love Walsall, though. He does. No, he does. That's yeah, his, he does, that's yeah, his yeah, club, yeah, he? Does, he yeah. loves the Blues as well. Yeah. You can tell yeah. that on Friday. Well, what about, what about Max? He loves them more. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway Craig, have you got um, Tony Cole down for us this week? I have got a squad game, and you'll be pleased to know that I haven't got a fact that wasn't a fact that didn't uh, have to be a fact if it was going to be a fact. Oh, God. So, um, I can't wait for yeah, this. I stayed away from that one. Um, but the uh, the season that I've got the uh, the squad for is 2010 to 2011. Okay. So uh, one that we all should remember very well indeed. Um, and the squad number is number 17. And I'm pointing out there. So, um, squad number 17 was again used more than once during the season. Oh, well, another one player that was wearing it. Straight away. Over, over Femi Martins. Martins, yep. yeah. Is the giveaway. So Michelle, was the, Michelle was the other one. Michael, Michelle, everyone who called him. Oh, you've ruined it already. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Sam, that was, uh, that was squad game. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's a great game. Okay, see you next week. You're the most famous squad we've ever had. <laughs> I know. What are, the, what are the rules this week, anyway, Craig? <laughs> they are just to stay quiet if you're on the board. No, oh, um, okay. Is that those are three? There is oh, one other number. Oh, oh Redmond. Number no. 11. No, number 11 for that season. Again, two players played number 11 during that season. Who were they? Farhey. No, and no. McSheffrey, no. Um, uh, Bentley. Bentley's one of them. Bentley, yeah. You robbed that mark off me. Hey? <laughs> oh, I, I bloody haven't. <laughs> What's that blasphemy you heard? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, sorry. 
strong for Coventry, that is. You've just Jeez. you've just hurt yourself another six months inside, mate. So um, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's one more number eleven. Uh, it's not but not but not Bozajor, was it? No, it wasn't Bozajor. Um, Gary O'Connor. Gary O'Connor. He's get, get, Meredith's killing the game again. I know, oh, yeah. Chris. Oh, you no. keep forgetting that he was he was there hanging the shirts up, wasn't he? That's, that's a point. He was there. <laughs> <laughs> I printed the shirt. I printed the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he was anyway, sniffing them as well. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask as well. I've been watching um, Match of the Day Top Ten on um, BBC iPlayer. I love it. I do. Like, yeah, I love that. It's um, brilliant. That is. Other good football podcasts as well as this one, and uh, the rest of his football is really good as well with Gary Lineker and Shearer and Michael Richards, but. I was watching Match of the Day Top 10 uh, earlier and I was thinking, I wonder what ours is on that. And they were basically discussing about the best assists of all time. And this is only a thing that's come into the modern game, but Mm, any memorable Blues assists. Oh, crikey. See, it wasn't a Uh, thing, was it? It wasn't a thing up until about 15 years ago. (laughs) Ricky Otto for for Tate's header. Yeah. I'll tell you another one. Do you remember when Brian Hughes got his second against Leeds when we beat him 4-1 in the Premier League? Oh yeah, I love yeah, I love yeah. Lazare- I love the way Lazarigis did that reverse pass to him for his second one. Yeah, um, and then there's obviously Danny Sonner, which we spoke about on Friday night against Ipswich. Yes, the three ball. Three ball, three ball. Three ball what about sorry, Paul? What about Jeff Kenner's cross at Villa Park? Yeah, the yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. You won't beat John Gale's overhead kick at Wembley, ninety-one. That, that was a, that, that, that yeah. was a goal, Overson's header, wasn't it? Yeah, Overson's flick on for that, wasn't it? Yeah, Overson's yeah. Overson. Just uh, go back to that. Sorry, are we talking about headers now? No, we're talking about assists. Oh, Nick. Somebody, somebody oh, kick him, will they? Give right, him a good uh, kick him. I'm not too confused with Pennant, yes. Jermaine Pennant on his debut when it was crossing the Arna, yeah. For Walter, yeah. That header. That was against Southampton, wasn't it? Yeah, on mm. that 2010-2011 season, we still he was that? top goal scorer Ooh. for that season. Yeah, was it? When Ziggish was it? Yeah. Big Zig. Um, um, Femi come on for. Was it? Cry- hang on, was, was it Craig Gardner? From midfield, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, hip kisses, and you know, it, between hip kiss and Meredith, you know, we've got to ban him from this game, Chris. They're <laughs> so just killing it. Okay, then. So it was Craig Gardner, but how many did he score in the league, and how many did he score in total then? I'll go for because he was taking pens when he. I'll go for six in the league and and nine throughout the whole season. No, we're right. not. Eight in the league, eleven. I'll say ten. He scored five, he got... five in the league and he scored three in the cup. Yeah, seven. In, was it five or seven in the league? Are you including? Yeah, pen, are, you, are you including penalties in shootouts? No, no, those are just straight on, straightforward goals, league and total. So he scored. At, he scored at Tottenham. I remember him scoring at Tottenham away, and I remember yeah. him scoring to Sunderland as well and yeah. he got two, got two against Blackburn as well didn't he when Foster saved the penalty yeah so I can so say that, that Claire got one of them so Claire got one of them with eight so we got eight in the league and two in the cup so come on Mark what's the maths <laughs> twelve <laughs> get, Sorry, your, get, your, get your toes out mate Mark get your toes out <laughs> <laughs> oh uh Sorry, Mrs. Giblin, can I have a bit of help? <laughs> I'm Miss, I'm not married. It's miss. miss. Oh, I mean, Miss, I'll get Oh, for God's sake. He's in trouble again. That's a yellow card, that is. Yeah, so I can confirm it was eight in the league, but in total it was ten across the season. And yes, Craig Gardner was the top goal scorer 
Mm. Yeah. That's how bad we were, wasn't it? <laughs> and we <laughs> got relegated. No wonder. <laughs> and then the top, the top five managers were on number three this week, we aren't are, we? Yes. So we've had Sorry, uh, number five was Terry Cooper, wasn't he? Mm. Um, Barry Fry. And number four was number four. So I want to. We, we want number three now. So put your votes in for number three, please, everybody. And McLeish. No. But winning the cup. I want to put Trevor out there as my number three. Yeah. If you put Trevor, I want to know who's number one. Is McLeish not number one? McLeish is number one, I would have No, because he went over to them. I can't ever forgive him for that. Yeah, no. but he, if, he, he had a highest ever Premier League finish. And yeah, he's got to be one. I'm going Francis as well. I'm going to be one. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I'm, I'm right. with you there, Francis, yeah. Francis was one of those... And actually, summed up beautifully on Friday night that he was the most unlucky manager when yeah. it came to you know getting anywhere. And actually, arguably, it was his squad that got us promoted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, how many players in that team on against Norwich did he did he not sign? Obviously, we'll go with Tebele. I know Tebele didn't sign, or mm. did he sign Steve Vickers? He didn't, did he? No, he didn't. So we had, Stern, we had Stern John, Steve Vickers and Tebley in the team, didn't we? That he didn't sign. I think everybody else he did sign. Was one, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we, we always deserved that Wordington Cup as well, wouldn't we? You look yeah. back at it and you just... Yeah. That, yeah. that penalty decision still makes you sick. But even in, in the whole game, you just we just deserved yeah. to, to win that yeah. day. Couldn't yeah. possibly repeat what Skip called the ref. <laughs> Sorry, before, before somebody corrects me, he didn't sign Paul Devlin either, did he? No. Oh, no, yeah. Bruce, he signed him, didn't he? Yeah, and he didn't sign Jeff Kenner either, did he? Kenner. Maybe there's a few then. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wasn't there a midfielder that Bruce brought in as well that wasn't signed by Francis? That was Tebbley. Tebbley started in the middle, didn't he, with Brian Hughes, who, who Trevor did sign. Mooney was on the left, who Trevor did sign. Horse was up front with Stern John. Obviously, Horse, Trevor did sign. Granger. Granger. To be fair, you can't have Granger, can you? Because he didn't sign Granger either. No. No. Or can I just quickly go to the greatest ever assist? Yeah. Malberg for Enkelman. I thank you. Well done, Benji Smith. Hands down. Gotta be gotta be the winner. Yeah. No, that's 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 gotta be up there, isn't it? Yeah. He did it again, didn't he? Did he get it at Villa Park as well, when he headed it back at the home in? Yeah. Two in one season. Not me bad. just just going back to to squad players. Um how many of Bowyer's team? Played Blimey. nearly half. Is that right? Really? Yeah. Don't ask me to go through. So he signed Sanderson, didn't he, on loan originally? James. Rud- Ruddy. Nah. No, no that was useless. It's one of the first ones, wasn't it? Yeah. Jukovic would have been uh, Bowyer's, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Not so. No, no, but he would have been in his team, wouldn't he? Yeah, Home. in the team with him, I mean, yeah. Mm, yeah, average. Yeah, yeah, that's the case as well. Oh, yeah. Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. What do we reckon anyway? We got let's do the we might as well do the predictions now for Saturday against Ipswich at home. Okay. Two nil um, defeat. Claire. I can't. Uh, with, with the way Ipswich are playing at the moment, uh, I, I hope I'm wrong and I hope it's like one one, but I can't mm. see us beating them. No. I'm going to say blind. I'm going to say blind faith. Nil nil. No, blind faith. I don't know why. A goalless draw. That'd be a good result. I'm going to go one. I'm going one nil Blues, man. I'm going to be positive. Oh, I was always going to say one nil blows. I just, I think at some point the tide has to turn, and this this could be a great opportunity. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know whether anybody saw my blog from yesterday, uh, but in it, I, I said to Mr. Rooney, this is, this is your day because if you're ever going to be taken seriously, this is the day to do it. Everybody is, look, look at a row of faces nearly, nearly on the floor. This is the day. This is the day that you prove what you can do. Alan, I'm sorry, but I think his first game in charge was the day. <laughs> well, we, we've gone past that. This is the day when he has to, has to do something, and it's his most difficult task to date. So this is why it will be the day. But with and I'm going to go for 2-0. With greatest respect, yeah? That first game in charge, that should have been it. That should have been it. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong, but I can't at the moment see past it. So, what do you reckon, Mark Meredith? Hang on, one. Claire, I reckon you should take that, that headband off your arm because you'll restrict your blood both your fingers and you'll all die. <laughs> <laughs> My hair bubble. Okay. I'll still Claire, it. Go on, Mark. Go on, Mark. Go on, Mark. Go on, Mark. See what you say? What was we saying? What was uh, prediction? Your prediction. prediction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're still playing. Still, he's still playing Craig's game. Gary O'Connor. No, I'm going to go one-one, one-one. Okay. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to give somewhere. We can't. You know. We can't. We can't get beat every single game. I've just got a feeling that the longer he gets with the players, yeah. I mean, you've got the likes of Ashley Cole on the training ground and, and John O'Shea and you know players that have played the game at the top level and obviously Rooney mm. himself. Mm-hmm. I know that names don't win games, as, you're, as you would say, Nick, but yeah. at the end of the day, I'd like to think that they can start to the adjust the way. People, people here that don't even support Birmingham City are telling me that even the players don't want to play for him. Nick, I'm not too sure how people could... All I'm saying, Craig, Craig, all I'm saying is what other people are saying, yeah? Yeah, but do you know what? Part of that is people jumping on a bandwagon. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't condone this one little bit. I think it's absolutely stupid, right? Um, But it made me laugh. The sheer fact that a certain team, the other side of the city, were singing his name (laughs) on Sunday. Right? Now... I ain't being funny. He's coming to the club. He's lost three games. They're singing his name. What? Yeah. That's promoting Birmingham City on television and across the Premier League. Not, not in a good, not in a good way, though, Craig. Not in a good way. In a negative way. And, and we would do exactly the same. Oh, I yeah. don't know if we would. We would. Of course, of course, we would. Of course, we would. But on, on, on the opposite side. I don't. I don't care what other people say. You know what I mean. Mm. I just want. I, I want. I want to see. You've got That's... to take on board, don't Craig, what other people say because it's footballers' opinions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, and opinions. Yeah. Opinions change. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We sit down. It's predominantly Stoke and Derby around here, right? Not so much Derby, more Stoke, right? And they what, have they just won three on the trot, haven't they? Stoke have yeah. Was it well, two, um, two or three? Like, 
I don't know, is it me? Am I just frustrated? I don't know. We were sick, and that's all I think about. You know? so, so realistically, how many games... I mean, if he, if he goes five games, when do we start to worry? They bought, they bought him in. They bought him in at a really... Well, not a really bad time. Well, yeah, really no, bad time. sorry, Paul. Everybody's saying they bought him in at the right time because he'd got two weeks. Yeah? Everybody a few weeks ago, and it was on this show, was saying we bought him at the right time because he's got two weeks to mold these players together. He never had two weeks. Yeah, but he, did, two weeks, he didn't take that two weeks. He, he he had four days before the first game when he actually appeared on the training ground for and real. I don't have any photograph taken. That yeah. was the reality of it. And, and actually it. called this it a Thursday before the game. Yeah. It's his first solid week without no interruptions. A solid so get the rest This is it. Right, listen to this, and this is really important, is that earlier you said that Eustace knew that Rooney was coming in and if Eustace knew that Rooney was coming in that man had got us to sit in the table kid under the threat yeah, that, that man also put himself out there for the next position that was coming along you know course, and yeah. any manager any person in their right minds would want to do two things if they were in that position that is you'd want to prove people wrong Mm-hmm. Right, I am a person that can go and do this job, and then also you want to put yourself in the shop window for the next job that becomes available. So if if and it's a big if, use this new that things were afoot and changed were afoot. Right, then huge kudos to that guy for what he did. However, he's not there anymore. Mm. So, right, come Saturday, we get a result. How many people are going to be talking the same way? No, I don't, no. Craig, I don't know. I think it's just all born yeah. out of complete and utter frustration that we've had 11 years of misery, right? We've had half our ground shut down. The place has fallen to bits, yeah? yeah? And then all of a sudden, we get this glimmer of hope and it rises, right? The phoenix from the ashes, yeah? And then that has now turned into this. Look, I so want it to turn around. Oh, I promise I really do. I promise you. I really, really, really do. And there is nothing I would love to see more than the current people who have not only ownership, but also managers, and going forward and, and progressing to the Premier League, winning trophies for Birmingham City. We, 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 we've got... We've got a much nicer bus now than what we had. But the driver's unproven. No, at the end of the day. It's fine. We'll get there. There we go. Everything is rosy. The, the, the bus that we've got now has got nice alloys on it. It's got yeah. posh interior. Everything's really nice. Yeah. But, but the driver's unproven. So we've got, we've got to give got a nice, we've got a nice trophy cabinet in yeah. the reception. It's not just one that yeah. they've got from Ikea and they've got purple lighting. Yeah. But, Claire... There's no toilet there's on that coach, screws, by the way. Come from Ikea, there would be screws missing, look, I promise you. Yeah, but now now we've got a hole for an oh. entrance to be I get it, Claire, I do get it. I, I don't think it's just frustration, mate. I, I, I really do. That's Well, Claire, I really hope... I promise you, Stab, I really, really, really hope we can come and do this again next Monday with a win under our belts. Hmm? Yeah. Well, so do we all. Well, yeah, let's, try, let's try and be positive. I mean, 18 months ago, the bus was on bricks, wasn't it? 
Yeah. Uh, no, so well, we couldn't afford the bricks, Paul. So no, we weren't on bricks. Could not not stolen for <laughs> Talking about Absolutely talking about no Liverpool. Way. Could we afford bricks eighteen months ago? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've, we've got Wi-Fi on this one. We've reached <laughs> that time of the evening. Uh, in fact, yeah, we're three minutes into yeah. that time of the evening. So, uh, Paul, go on, tell us what the last 15 is. Or last so this, 12. So this, last, this week's last 12 is anything to do with music artists or bands and football. So it's not music, it's, it's the artist. Artists. I don't want songs. I only want artists or bands. You don't I'll want start songs. us off with ZZ Club. <laughs> Ed Shearer and oh, you've been waiting all day for that. I've been waiting all day. All day. Well done. I've got one. I've got one. Got some chocolate. Let's put the mute. Let's put the mute button on. Go on. I've got one. Moyes to men. David Moyes. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's really good. I reckon the Backstreet Moyes would have been better. Oh, that's oh, even yeah. better. That's <laughs> even better. Declan Rice Girls. That's a, that's a bit oh, crap, to be honest. Yeah, you, uh, you heard the reaction to that, uh, Mr. <laughs> Merrick, didn't you? <laughs> and oh. uh, here's one for Nick Spall, the chairman, and Chris Brown. But how about Thanks. we have Stephen Carpenters? What no, about. Um, before what my about time, Craig. Before Adele, my time. Adele Adibola. <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul. I hate your, your Samantha's, but you wouldn't at the minute. I'll stop about, about Sorry, who's next? Hey, Nick. Nick, can we have Jota chocolate? You can have what you want. Oh, mate. yeah, yeah. This is a good one. Ziggich Stardust. Oh, Jota chocolate. That's a song, now, isn't it? No, 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 no. No, it's not really, no. No, Chris, not. I'm deaf. What was the Ziggich one? Ziggich Stardust. It, it was David Bowie's alter oh, ego. Quite so, like yeah, that. yeah, oh, yeah. I've got another one. Delhi Abba Bowler. No. Delhi Abba Bowler. Thank you to uh, Mummy Giblin. So, Mummy Giblin, well done if you are listening. <laughs> what about um, what about um, what about Oberfemi House Martins? Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> I do like that one. That's not oh, yours, you Mark Adam. <laughs> That's not yours. Sorry, sorry, Paul. I've got Mark in the lead now. <laughs> oh, Rolling John Stones. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, well, on uh, YouTube, we've got uh, Kevin yeah. Prince boating. Uh, Adam Stanfield's and the ants. <laughs> and Facebook, Facebook's going mental, but Paul Gill's gone with a double-barreled one here by saying Savage and Gardener. Oh, wow. yeah. oh yeah. God, Blimey, that's, that's a very very good. Good. way too thinking too that's much. Clever, isn't it? Very clever. 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 Very <laughs> uh, only, only... Chuck Berry FC. Berry, Chuck yes. Berry. Very <laughs> only, only a few of us will uh, understand this one. Blues appointment of Rooney. Aha. Uh -huh. uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a winner, hasn't it? It's got to be. Oh, I thought it was quite good, actually. Uh, St. Andrew's House of Pain. House of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, well, you know. What do you say, Claire? 
Adele Ali. Adele. Adele. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Just like blues fans at the moment, so or from what I'm gauging, the moody blues. Womack and Kuzak. Oh dear. The only wine he's up. That's a song. Here's a good Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, that's a yellow card. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Led Devlin. Oh, that's a good one. Clever, isn't it? Oh, we've said that one. What's that one? Brett Stanley, The Who. Richard Wright said Fred. Richard Wright said Fred. Did you have Jess Yergling Clock? As in Jess Glynn. Well, you can if you want to, but it's not very good. Yeah, I lost interest halfway through that one. Stern John Lennon. Stern John Lennon. Stern John Lennon. Uh, yeah, very clever. Uh, Diego Madonna. Diego oh, I've Madonna. I've got one. I've got one. What about Lalana? Lalana Rama. Lalana Rama, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Monkeys. Gary, Gary Monkeys, yeah. Wayne, Wayne Munnix has said Julie St. Andrews. Could you have them boys too? Manny Langello. No. No, no, no. Kind of like no. Okay. No, oh, def- definitely not. That, no. That's definitely. Link 182, Villa Nil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Um, Probably no. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, always afterwards you remember them, don't you, for about a week? Yeah. Well, it's a good job we do the last 15 continued now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 15 Nick, days. Nick, Nick's had enough and walked out. I know, yeah. Nick's gone? Yeah. No, I'm yeah. not. I need you to wait. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, get a book. Get, get a book in for done, said, uh, Clinton Morrissey. Hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Mark the, uh, Brooks. Mark very, Brooks has gone with Manny ELO. Very good. Very good. Uh, Sol Labamba. Oh, Labamba, yeah. Pete Taylor's gone with Mike. Hang on, hang on. Sorry, can I just take you back a little bit there, Craig? Labamba is not a group. Um, That's a song. A song. So correct. you are eliminated. Yeah. You take very good. Yeah, Michael Woods has said back in the day we'd have said Maroon 5, Villa Nil. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. That's a Brutal. good one. Uh, Jason Hughes, Craig Shakespeare's sister. <laughs> that's good. That is like that. Wish him a speedy recovery as well. He's been um, he's on been been diagnosed lately, hasn't he? Sadly, with yeah. Um, mm. yeah. Mm. Hate that word. Mm. You got to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eurovision Son contest. That's a good one. Oh. Yeah. Even though it's not a band. Mm-hmm. Right. Ray Hobro has said, "How about the." Rumones instead of Ramones. Ramones. What about the Kevin Nolans? <laughs> You're on form to look at you are, Adams, I'm telling you. <laughs> you no, you know why? Because I've actually got human contact. It's, you know, it's my one night of human contact. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. You should be made to walk the ring roads of Coventry now for the next four hours. <laughs> I do looking for friends, but it don't work. <laughs> Uh, All the score lines yeah. are coming out. We've got uh, Carol Sandlin with UB40, Villanil. I like this one from James Brown, Longiello. Longiello, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Clever. James, James Brown was a good singer as well. 
Yeah, he was. Yeah. Benji Smith has gone with Diana Ross Barkley. <laughs> Mark Brooks, the Kaiser Kifton belt. Yeah. Joe Gallagher's high flying birds. <laughs> Good one. Good in the, midst, in the midst of all this, what who's people's third favourite ever manager? Uh, okay, um, there was a few there. Was a Jim, Jim Smith came up a couple of times. Jim Smith was out. Uh, the roots with that at the moment. Yeah. Can I, I just say, Gil Merrick, you only got us to two, sorry, three finals, one of which we've won. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And talking of uh, Jerry's, Jason Hughes has gone with Jerry Gill and the Pacemakers. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, very good. <laughs> That's a good one. Is Harry Gill got a bad heart then. <laughs> Never walk alone. <laughs> I'm going to go for the Bay Birmingham City Rollers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Harry Kainick Jr. Harry Kainick Jr. Yeah. 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 There we go. Uh, Let's uh, there for Jim Smith at the moment. So yeah, uh, Steve, yeah definitely well in the lead on that one. Uh, Steve Bruce has come up with a couple of times as well. So. And I really don't want to say that it's Brian Little Lever. <laughs> it's only a couple of us probably you and and I don't remember that one at all yeah, we've had the uh, Stevie BGs Stevie BGs yeah. Stevie, yeah. who? <laughs> Lily cut the, sh <laughs> the shitu pistol <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just not that's funny but not Good. It doesn't really. Uh, <laughs> no, just, no. <laughs> well done. Uh, Greg Barlow has said Robbie Chris Bart Williams. <laughs> Fleetwood yeah. Mac, Alistair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. simply. Simply. Really got... pads on form, man. Yeah. Simply Redmond. Yeah. Simply Redmond. Yeah, came up, went down. Right. Calvin Clark Harry. Yeah, I like that one, Claire. Yeah, I like, I like that, that one, yeah. Calvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't beat a bit of Calvin, do can you? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Woods could be winning it with Cliff Richard Kingston. Yeah, <laughs> good one, yeah. I quite like Wright said Dev. i still got UB40, Villanelle. That's the best one so far for me. <laughs> or Jason Hughes with Dexy's Midnight Gunners. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's quite that's a good one. Oh, that's good from Mark Brooks. He's thinking, Danny, Sonner and Cher. Oh, oh, that's class. <laughs> there we go. Uh, oh, crikey. It's, it's, Stansfield. it's nine o'clock, Nicholas. It is nine o'clock. It's eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock. No, get yourself sorted. Oh, I keep out, telling you, in Solio. Clock back an hour, Chris. We're an hour, an hour in hour, front Chris. in Solio. I keep trying to tell We're you. Right. We've lost three on the trot. I'm sore. You're sore. We're hurting. We're all aching. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sore. I do honestly hope. I, I genuinely mean this, right? I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed, but I genuinely mean that I do hope that this is a turning point in Birmingham City's very long and illustrious journey. I do hope. Good night from the team. Claire Giblin. Good night. See you on Saturday. Take it easy, man. Uh, Craig Courtney. Good night, everyone. And let's not forget, it's not just Saturday at home. It's Sunday at home for the ladies as well. So if you can get down there, let's get behind them. Keeping that winning streak going. Chevrolet of the board, the one on the Good evening, everybody. And uh, Saturday will be my second home game of the season because we haven't played on a Saturday for two and a half months. I don't know where you're looking at it, but like, you're looking sideways. 
From Chris Brown. Good evening. Goodbye, I mean. Sorry. I will not get there in the end. You've only got one job, mate, honestly. <laughs> Mark. Which one? Uh, UK Mark, sorry. Okay. Have a good have a good weekend, everyone. I'm looking forward to Saturday and see people on Saturday. USA Mark. Good night all. <laughs> Gary O'Connor. Good and much. Good and much. I, I, I just want to say top marks to Gary Manda. Roy said Fred Pickering. Yeah, oh, yeah. That yeah, was good. Yeah, very, yeah. very good indeed. Very good. Hi, all. Good night. Pleasure. And, of course, Craig Is he still there? I've already been on once, but I'll say it again. Good night. I know. I know. I just wanted to give you a double. I want to you know be twice. Mean? I want to be twice as well. Night, night John, boy. Hi, Thank you so much. Night, Claire. Hi, Alan. Of course, good night from Craig Courtney. Yeah, good night. Hello. From myself and, and the whole team here. Wow, we just love doing this. It's our life. Good night, God bless, take care. Have a great week. And uh, let's hope we can just. I really, let's hope we can just talk about it next week. Good night. Nicky's finally awake. And oh, what, sorry? Safe flying tomorrow night. Don't forget the room kicks up a little bit faster every year. And it's good night from Craig Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> He's up three. Night, John Boy. <laughs> good night from Craig Courtney. Good dreams, everyone. Bye. Sainz, we still good night. I think it is. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.